Yeah, Tr- well, Trotsky wasn't actually killed by that ice pick in Mexico. He's still around in Portugal. <laughs> running, running a school. <laughs> yeah, running running a school for, you know, like, Portuguese poshos. He was killed by a Catalan guy. <laughs> was he actually? That's our claim to, like, <laughs> international fame. Do, like. <laughs> do Catalans have the same thing that Canadians do, where anytime someone is Catalan, you have to point out that yes. they're Catalan? <laughs> There's like two of us. We need to. <laughs> it's the same thing with Canadian. I'm always, I'm always saying to to my girlfriend, "Oh yeah, it's Canadian actually." Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. That's like that's yep. also like so. You're from Canada. You're from one of the like Anglosphere psychic countries. Uh-huh, so like yeah. it's it's like Ireland, Canada, New Zealand. That's right. If uh, if 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 Canada was to be played in a film, uh, it would be played by like. The, the one guy that's in all of the Judd Apatow movies and the Adam McKay movies who's got the round face. What? Like most of them Canadian. Like uh, Seth Rogen's in them. Uh, yeah, no, but Seth Rogen would be the America of that is movie. He's Canadian? He's yeah. Canadian. <laughs> I will let you well, know. <laughs> what's the one from How to Train Dragon? Like Baruchel? What's his, what's his Canadian. name? Canadian. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's Canadian as well. The thing is, like, I think... Who did I talk? Oh, yeah. At Nick's birthday, we yeah. had... A Canadian friend join us. Yeah, yes. Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> and like I, you know who you are. You're listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter like how much English I learn. I will never be able to differentiate between Canadian accents and American accents. Oh well, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you exactly why. It's because they're not different. Right? <laughs> okay. No, because like. <laughs> No, but you know, someone who has been raised in a unless English, they like, say like unless they say about or sorry, you're yeah, not going to hear. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. That yeah. you're never yeah, yeah you're never going to tell. Yeah, uh, the yeah. only reason you might un- know if someone's Canadian is they'll slip it into conversation. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> they just be like, or initially. or if they want to refer to something that generally happens in Canada, but also generally happens in America, you'll be like, yeah, that's just a pretty traditional North American expression. You know, yeah, no yeah, American yeah. ever says, yeah, that's a pretty traditional North American expression, because <laughs> no. they forget we're there. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. It's, 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 you know what it is? is um, America has had a hat for a very long time, and they're still looking for that hat. They don't realize that it's on their head. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Canada, America's hat. Okay, fair, yeah, fair no. enough. Well, like, but like, also, to be fair, there are like... Even if you're really good at it, there are like American accents that get very close to Canadians, like what people from like Michigan, Michigan, can, Minnesota, yeah, for example, yeah, 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 can, just to name a couple. And then like Washington accents can get very close to Vancouver accents as well. So like it, North America is split vertically, not horizontally. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. it's a way to understand. Like uh, like Toronto and Chicago are the same place. Okay, okay. Um, Torontonians like to say that Toronto is Torontonians. Yeah, that's unfortunately the demonym. Tor- what? <laughs> I, I didn't say that right. I, 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 I I recently found out the word for what someone from Madrid is called, and I hate it. Madrileño. Madrileño is like... That's mm. so many more syllables. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just, you just got the Germanic root. You're Madriders. It's Madriders? <laughs> what? Okay, stop trying to call it. Like- I'm making you sympathize with people from Madrid. It's great. Oh, that's... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I just realized what's going on, and uh-huh. I don't like Look it. Look at the podcast about tricking women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to hear uh, oh, that. Ex- podcast. I, I can't wait to hear <laughs> that exact sentence clipped and put on Twitter. Like, see. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nailed it. 
Content, and all baby. it took was a bunch of beers. <laughs> <laughs> all those for is, is for me to be slightly tipsy. Um, oh, you're more than tipsy. I am. I yeah. know you enough. <laughs> Oh, man, I, to know. There's a lot of very early Cornish Beatty episodes where I can tell the exact moment there's, when I've just got like I've gone past. There's, the point there's a know. German child who's just been here for a while. Oh hell yeah! Hey, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Give her a mic. Why come and see? Blue mic. We have the fourth mic here, yeah, absolutely. Getting oh, room noise for the audience. Um, hey, 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 this is your weekly corner, Spady. It is me, Kieran, and I'm joined by Uma. Hi. And we have a special guest, uh, expert in dead queens, uh, Riley Quinn from Trash Future and the Bottlemen is here. Uh, yep, that's right. All of them. <laughs> Every single one. If there's been a queen and they've died, I know about it. There's, they, they call me. <laughs> they call me they and they say, you know, hey, Riley, add another one for the book that you have. Yeah. The queen's died and you're like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the dead queen I'm the first to know. <laughs> I've known for 30 minutes. I, I smell the dead queen. It's like, oh, the bouquet on this. Yeah, like one of the... <laughs> One of those cancer-smelling dogs, where it's just like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, this country's got a dead queen in it. Uma's, Uma's making the face like she hasn't heard the term cancer-smelling dog before. I have not. I've, I've heard, heard of the well, cadaver, like, not... Let me tell you. Yeah, what? Do, does anyone remember the death horse that France had? The what? Yeah, okay, so the, the death horse that <laughs> death France horse? had. <laughs> That is such a French thing. I don't even yeah. know what it is about. Yeah. Le, le, le chevalier le mort, le, le mort, or whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> du le mort. <laughs> uh, I was very good at French at one point, but um, not anymore. So, no, it was like the middle of the pandemic. The internet got briefly obsessed with this one hospital in France that would, um, <gasps> would bring a horse to yes. your hospital yes. room when you were about to die. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, if, did, did everyone, like... Because I feel like if you bring a horse to a hospital room that tells you when you're about to die, the cause of death is probably pretty similar, which is a gigantic hoof-shaped imprint in it, your head. It didn't. It didn't look no, comfortable. It didn't tell you, no, it's not. It's not like it was telling you that you were dying. You already knew. Like yeah. it was supposed to comfort you, but like it was the, dig- was it was the dignitas horse. Yeah. <laughs> like if I was dying, a fucking massive horse just showed up in my room. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> give up right there. Like, yeah, you'd be like oh, i guess it's morphine's working <laughs> yeah. oh, reality really is slipping away in these final hours i guess the horse is here <laughs> i assume i'm hallucinating and it's like no you're here for a sinus infection <laughs> fuck off <laughs> you're fine actually you just saw the horse incidentally yeah unfortunately the horse follows um uh, uh final destination rules so oh, a, a very very um elaborate and well-worked-out set-piece death scene is coming for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The horse prevented you from dying as nature intended. Mm-hmm. It ah. just killed you. <laughs> yeah, so now you're going to have some weird horse-related dressage-related I think here's the thing. I'm, I am terrified of horses. Sure. And Why my, wouldn't you and be? My, my girlfriend. They're too big. Big horse girl. That's what I think also. <laughs> I think horses are far too... The thing is, they didn't even always used to be this big. They used to be much smaller. Yeah. No, that's that why sounds t- fake. That no, sounds no, that's... <laughs> no, no, that's I will bad. die on this hill. Earth is 6,000 years old. Horses have always been this yeah, size. Yeah, Look, yeah. Horses have been big. Earth very young. No, the thing is... <laughs> the thing is... Look, horses used mm-hmm. to be much smaller, which yeah. is why the initial horse... Con- like conveyance technology was the chariot rather than the stirrup. Yeah, right. Because it used to be that like a because horses were bred to be much larger, 
And so that's why in like Egypt or, or like Asur or whatever, or, or, you, or like the Battle of Kadesh, like you have gigantic amounts of chariots and no riders because a horse can't really bear a sort of full-grown man until they're bred to be much larger later. And so the chariot is how you get around via horse without being able to sit in the horse because you have two horses. I don't chariot. think I believe this, but right, I know we're stretching this out to. for an hour and a half. We can, we can, we can. Welcome to horse talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome Riley- to horse talk. They said stallions better at mares than racing. Kieran, <laughs> Riley is coming with a bull claims that all horses were once ponies, effectively. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, God will. You know, and the, what Trash Future is trying to do is, we're trying to make a world where they are once again ponies. Yes, make the horses smaller again. Mainly because my girlfriend, big horse girl, loves yeah. a horse. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm very worried that one's going to kick me in the head and kill me. Sure. Absolutely. We're afraid of that, too, but more for our dogs. Um, because <laughs> Why? We go to Grunewald, and people just, like, ride their horses through Grunewald. Yeah, they just ride their horses through Grunewald like it's nobody's business. That's and my so dogs weird, are just, though. like, giant meat. Time to go over to that horse. I'm like, no, you're going to die. Oh, I thought I thought you meant that your dogs were meat for the horses. I'm like, horses don't Horses don't are actually I, I, I got, opportunistic carnivores. <laughs> <laughs> if they're hungry enough, they will eat they a dog. See a dog I, I have to I, admit, mm-hmm. when you said the dogs see horses and go, giant meat, I thought something much more crass. <laughs> for fuck's sake, man. <laughs> this is a normal episode, of course. Is, uh, you can tell we're very normal the and very me sober. And Uma, it was just me and Uma. We were also this kind of like... Oh, yeah, we're fucking... Insane Dubliner yeah. chat. Uh, um, in a, yeah, just hating on Dublin and Spain. Yeah, and, pretty much. And burping into the mic. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh yeah, that every podcast goes through that yeah. for a while. No, <laughs> it's fine. You're allowed to do it on this podcast. You'll, no, you'll, get over. Like, you'll get over the burp. Both of us were like brain dead <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was above t- 30 degrees i can't exactly, be expected yeah. to function above 30 degrees but no sorry yeah so i'm gonna try like put this back on fucking track in- <laughs> yeah this i like being on this side of the put it back on track you have the notes i'm causing the chaos <laughs> <laughs> right riley is a big insistent like fairly insistent that the chaos configuration is when it's like you alice and oh Milo. no 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 it's that that's not really the chaos configuration the chaos configuration is when i'm not there yeah exactly <laughs> yeah because uh, so I- you're not there to like put order to things or like look i'm i'm mr notes that's cute oh yeah yeah. no 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 that's the thing if if it was just the two of us it would be like um a display a basketball game of nothing but fundamentals yeah bounce passing normal (laughs) jump shots no threes no dunking i was tall once (laughs) i don't know baseball but sure (laughs) we're going for the european final soon we're going to see some basketball Oh, we have to, that's well, fun. It's fine. Yeah, we're, we're, fun. we're going to do an episode on European basketball. Yep. Mm. Uh, um, Spain. Just a lot of incredibly huge Lithuanian guys. Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of people from the Baltics and Serbia fighting each other, basically. Oh um, yeah. You know, it's it's it was always going to happen. You know, <laughs> As, you know, the only reason those guys aren't constantly fighting each other already is that just a like whole bunch of Austria other countries are in the middle. <laughs> like Austria is kind of holding them apart from one another. No, it's not worth it. Come on, you're drunk, Serbia. Go home. <laughs> Uh, Austrian thoughts about Serbia. Mm. Let's not do that right now. So we're here to talk the UK. Uh, uh, do we have to? <laughs> the U- I just left there. The you uni- just escaped. The United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Wait, you said United <laughs> k- 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 Kingdom. That's yeah. 5K. No, Are that's... they the Ku 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 Klux Klan? Yes. <laughs> 
in the in the UK, it's 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 needlessly twee. There's more coos. Um, oh, you're right. <laughs> what a stupid country. <laughs> but we are um, we are aware of the dead queen. Of anyone who's what a touching it. tribute. I, I can't believe that Domino's UK tweeted, we are aware of the dead queen and are managing the situation please appropriately. Stop, please stop adding us. We're aware of the dead queen. Which I thought really funny is all the brands that like, like did oh, the Dr. Utker did one today. Dr. Utker did oh, one. Uh, no. like, like basically yeah. like a sex toy company did one. Yeah. Like an uh, yeah. lingerie Jim sex toy company. No, no, another one did. Oh, and, okay. and, and Summers, which is like a sort of oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, lingerie know, and yeah, like yeah. erotic. Dr. Um, Utker did one basically like, yeah, we knew her from the 40s. It was a whole thing. <laughs> uh, she loved us initially. Back then, we were best. We're Her main problem friends. with us was that we were German and not British. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the other one that I really enjoyed was um, Shrek: The Experience. <gasps> yes. So it was Shrek! I exclamation point! The Experience. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's apparently there's a Shrek thing in well, London. Well, you, uh, you you know Shrek, right? I know Shrek. Yes. Uh, you're familiar with the ogre. You know? I'm familiar with the <laughs> with swamp. The yeah. The whole thing. Ogre. A donkey's yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're. You, this is a, a familiar ogre. A known ogre. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Shrek, the experience, <laughs> uh, London. <laughs> Um, there's an excellent. What do we only do? Not pronounce the the the, the, the 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 punctuation. Well, why uh, would they put this put it there if we're not to pronounce? If it? They're working hard to put the, to put it there in the name of Shrek, the experience. We London. have to respect that. That yeah. What, what am I going to do? <laughs> not say it. Uh, yeah, they, they, it was uh, Shrek, the experience. London okay. um, uh, uh, offers their condolences to the nation and so on and so on. But the fact that there's an exclamation point in it yeah. just gave it a very strange air. <laughs> we're I mean, so sorry. The, the Queen's that, dead. Just the fact that it's Shrek. Shrek. Shrek! Shrek, jazz hands. <laughs> like, Look, I, I, I want to make sure I'm remembering exactly the, the word. It is, it is oh, similar I saw, to this. I saw pre- like, a lot of people just do a thread on like the most bizarre condolences like tweets oh, and shit yeah oh. and it was so yeah there's a lot of good ones so funny. The, 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 oh. but i'll tell you i'll tell you my favorite sort of uh, not just the condolences but also like people who've like stopped business is oh the, don't even know that pisses me off. the bank of england was like in honor of the queen yeah. we won't be meeting to raise the interest rate <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow as a tribute yeah. to her majesty we're keeping it at 1.75 percent yeah. the one that's very surreal that i think has been posted quite a bit now is the fucking uh, um self-service screen at mcdonald's just has like yes, a giant yes, like picture yes, of the queen yes, on yes. it being like you know rip whatever um and the tube as well all the all the pictures the jew one is yeah yeah it's so we but the thing is like if <laughs> if that happened in like a country that uh the west thinks is totalitarian they would be like North Korea, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like North Korea, they would be like, "What the fuck? Like this is so fucked up." And then it happens here, and we're all like, "Yeah, normal, I guess." Uma, I have a question for you, as oh, someone no. from, unfortunately, a monarchy. <laughs> have you lived through the death of someone in the Spanish royal family dying? No, no, mm-hmm. no, because Franco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it always comes back to him. Always, oh my god, all the fucking yeah. Uh, he was actually the one who put uh, Juan Carlos, so the dad of the current king, yeah. in charge. Okay. Mm. So He's still alive, that, that first guy. He's so. still alive. <laughs> actually, yeah. he, he is hiding in uh, Dubai oh, because he's yeah. being investigated. But yes. like, of course, he's not actually being investigated because he's the fucking ex-king ha- yeah. uh, for fraud. 
and like not paying his taxes. It's very funny that he's in Dubai where he could go live in like a mini Spain on their world island. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know? like, he just like he's best friends with like the royal <laughs> the royal family of Dubai and sure. shit. So like he's just there chilling. But like how could I forget about the fucking uh, um the Spanish king who was like what force femmed by the 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 uh, um Spanish pop- the the fucking Spanish secret service? We've talked about this, right? That he was like being slipped estrogen so he would stop fucking so much or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that Juan Carlos? Yeah, it was Juan Carlos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah because like, honestly, it would be so embarrassing to be his wife. Who, I mean, who is like Greek German? I think so. The yes, she is. Yeah. And the biographer of him <laughs> was saying that like he had slept with like a thousand women per year oh for fuck's sake that's impossible like mm. also, uh, if you're the king no it's not impossible but like he's so ugly he's so ugly like you know you know he's not gonna give you anything because he can't (laughs) no no in the sense of like like like, even if the king slides into your dms (laughs) like like in in terms of wealth or or stuff like stuff like that like he can't give you anything because like it will be discovered by journalists or whoever uma uma (laughs) uma i'm the main character of reality when the king falls in love with me it's gonna work out (laughs) the thing is like everything started to like go to shit with him because some ex uh lover Mm. Uh, I forgot her name. Corinne. Cor- 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 no, I forgot. Yes, her name. yeah, the the, the German tennis Corina? player or something. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She started talking. She yes, was like, yeah. "Fuck it, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna tell like everything about." Do you know what? I think this romance between me and the Spanish king isn't going to work out. Fuck! <laughs> 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 I need to go to the press. Exactly. No, she started talking, and then like his reputation just like started. I mean, obviously. Holy shit! She Shinzo Abe'd him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she moved. Ag- she moved against him, and then everyone was like, "Wait a minute, she had a point." Not, not, <laughs> not, the saddest thing is like not everybody, because even like after the whole like fraud thing came up, yeah. Um, this summer he went. So apparently they have a house or something in like the north of Spain, and sure. because it's like cool and nice, and it's, it's not, not so hot. But in Basque country. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't go there. No, <laughs> they would put a bomb. God, in I love. I no, love I Basque think. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Santander, maybe or something. It's my something favorite far. place to go. Or, I think it's yeah, like in Galicia or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah somewhere. A like place that. that's come up a few times today. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Galicia, <laughs> different. Um, and oh, legally speaking, the Jews are Galicians. <laughs> uh, offer does not apply not in Western Ukraine. <laughs> and um, yeah, so he he went back for the summer and. Uh, like there was a crowd to meet him, yeah, and yeah. be like, "Hi, we love you." Ooh, the king. Da, da, da. It's like, are you guys like illiterate? Like, can you read the news? Like, do you know what this man has done? Like, yeah. besides being a king, which you should already hate per se, but I understand that maybe you support the monarchy in some way. But like, then he's actually a criminal. <laughs> so like, why? Yeah, but like, yeah, like, no, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't know what it's like to have a member of the royal family who's committed a big crime. <laughs> <laughs> no one could. Possibly. What must that be like? <laughs> no one could possibly. I don't know relate. that feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, no, it's it's Spain. Like every third TV channel is just like, you know what? Franco was all right. Oh, so like, oh yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's actually like <laughs> disgusting. So like, yeah, yeah. And all your like little ladies just watch that, and they're like, actually, 
I think you're right. <laughs> like, no, no, you were alive mm. during that. Like, you know. Nah, nah, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> this guy on the TV says it's pretty cool, though. <laughs> I so, must yeah, believe it. We him. had a space program. <laughs> <laughs> Our, the first astronaut ever was Spanish. Exactly. <laughs> you have to respect that. <laughs> ah, uh, Spain. Anyway. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about the Spanish. We're talking about the Spanish crown being force femmed. Um. <laughs> I s- I'm still going to phrase it that way because that's no, the, yeah, 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 being slapped, of s- uh, slipped estrogen by the Secret Service to stop fucking. To stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, well, like they were like, well, he's going to keep fucking, but hopefully he'll. But won't not so procreate. much. <laughs> <laughs> like he'll shoot blanks. No, this is you, you, what you're describing. You're describing like a run of Crusader kings where you're trying to keep your like uh, uh, kingdom from splitting up too yes. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just absolutely. like all right, uh, hit the button to like choose force them. <laughs> I'm actually like really surprised that when Juan Carlos stepped down, like no one else besides Felipe was like. Actually, like, you know, I'm his son, so I should be there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the UK. We need to, we need to start of there. Yeah. We need to start with, uh, uh, um, I, I think, the first thing of interest to people of the podcast, which is the energy bills. Um, oh, oh, we've decided we're not doing those anymore. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, we were going to, and it was going to take an act of parliament... But it would be rude to the dead lady. Oh yeah, to solve the cost of living crisis. Yes, it would be. So we're gonna let the cost of living crisis happen a little bit. Yeah, and then we're actually not gonna solve the cost of living crisis. The plan, and this is a plan supported also by like labor as well. Of course, is for the cost of living crisis to be frozen at its 2022 form. So we're keeping the 2022 cost of living crisis, mm-hmm. and we are not going into a 2023 cost of living crisis. We're staying at this one. Okay. Um, so we're freezing the prices here. Well, no, well, they're, they're still rising. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so a, a little bit of, I guess, a little bit of background. Sorry, sure. British listeners. You have to, if they're, if, of, of the British listeners, I'm sorry that you have to hear this. <laughs> Basically, the way that energy pricing... Have you talked about how energy pricing works in Britain before? God, no. Oh, well, I mean, everyone's missing out on a real party. (laughs) Uh, So, look, the way that it works, right, is that we have this fake regulator called Ofgem. Sure. And Ofgem sets what's called the price cap. This is introduced by Theresa May. Yeah. The price cap is basically says, here's here's the maximum amount you can charge Mm. uh, per, like, unit of energy. And they say, and here is what an average household will pay at this current price cap per unit of energy. Okay. Um. It's like, all right, so um, uh, the average household would pay, I don't know, like I don't know, like £1,000 a year sure. in energy bills, 1200 whatever. Um, and then after you know, various like, supply chain issues in, in Ukraine and stuff, um, that bill went up to about £1,900 sure. per year. So yep. it like, doubled. Um, and then... The uh, they were then they and, and then the price and it's weird, right? Because then Ofgem was like, okay, well, the price cap, by the way, is going to um, add another thousand pounds, and then that three thousand pound annual bill is going to double, also, to cool. six thousand pounds. Cool. Uh, in in April, and so th- at that point, this uh, is higher than the wage I ever the highest wage I ever had in the UK. At this point, it's like three times the highest wage I've had in the UK. Uh, well, uh, per year. Sure. Oh, okay. 
Six thousand yeah. pounds a year. That's still quite a bit for yeah. your electric and gas. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, where, where we ended up, right, was uh, that this fake price cap, which just gets re- reviewed and raised every three months, like, cool. What's the point of the price cap if all it ever does is like double? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. might as well not have a price cap. Stop pretending. Yeah. Um, and so then. What what the, the the energy plan that Liz Truss came out with was look, all right, it we agree we we accept that the British state uh, is in a is in no position to stop um, these very large energy companies from basically transferring all business activity in the UK to them. Hmm. You know, I, 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 we're, we're basically like. Through sheer incompetence, we're creating zaibatsus out of, like, <laughs> EDF. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, or, or EDF being an, 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 an one of the people that would own, like, our public energy company and so on. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, generators that we pay. Uh, yeah, making just, just saying, okay, well, every pub is going to close because they have to pay... Because everyone needs to give, like, a one... Like, the kind of feudal tithe that there would have been, like, an uprising about. Yeah. yeah. You know, to their feudal lord fucking scottish power yeah you know yeah like 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 like, i've been checking in i used to live in edinburgh like like my favorite chinese takeaway has already closed down because of this and things like that like oh yeah that's because the tories hate to govern yeah like they love being in charge but they hate doing anything about it well even like with an 80 seat majority right boris johnson was able to get a couple of crackdowns through but he had a full vision for transforming british society that was just too insane to ever actually get into the commons and so even with an 80 seat majority untouchable you couldn't really do much except for like some very bad crackdowns but he wanted that's like five percent of what he wanted to do Hmm. um and so it's that tories hate governing yeah like they just can't do it (laughs) uh and so because they're very lazy right they They know title they know what they're there to do and Mm. what they're there to do is to be a kind of pipe between the think tanks on tufton street that are all funded by the Koch brothers and then Parliament. They're there to just make sure that those laws get passed and they don't have to think about it or do anything and then they get, like, their invitation to the fancy party. Yeah. Right? They all, they, they too get to, you know, be like, you know, get, get, their, uh, get their fucking shit whipped in uh, Dolphin Square or whatever. Sure. Um, and so, you know, so anyway, back to this, right? Is what we have is, they, because they were unwilling to govern, is they were unwilling to do anything about several months of just... Okay, there's another guy in Britain called Martin Lewis, right? And he is the money-saving expert. His whole thing is he used to go on daytime TV and be like, here's how you can save on travel insurance. Okay. By the end of August, he was like, there will be riots in the streets. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) He was like, I can't help you anymore. So, like, our version of just, like, the kind of... A rather like avuncular guy on TV who talks. I have to an you Irish about- <laughs> equivalent, but that won't help anyone. I don't think. Like, yeah, Eddie Hobbs. He oh, yeah. went and started Ireland's far right party. It was the whole thing. <laughs> so Martin Lewis is one of these figures, kind of like the Queen, uh, R.I.P., uh, who was uh, who was kind of apolitical and, and liked by many. Again, sure. unlike the Queen, actually apolitical and liked by many yeah. Yeah, was yeah, Martin yeah. Lewis. <laughs> yeah. So the Queen's reputation is being apolitical and like yeah, that yeah, many. Yeah. Was that actually was true. Actually true for Martin Lewis, the money-saving expert. 
<laughs> and he was fully the real queen. <laughs> he was fully predicting like there will be civil unrest, society will fall apart. Yeah. You have to do something, or there will be riots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but again, this and he was basically like yeah, turned into fucking like like Arar Al home counties by the energy crisis. <laughs> Uh, because the Tories were unwilling to do anything about it until the last minute, and so a bunch of fucking businesses have closed. A bunch of people have like, been, like been sent to like dead counseling services because they got like a ten thousand pound energy bill, like shit like this, yeah. because they weren't willing to do anything about it. So like, um, yeah, okay. Anyway, so what, yeah. what? Just the last thing. So what happened, right? Is that Liz Truss said finally she will freeze energy bills at twenty five hundred pounds a year, which is five hundred pounds mm-hmm. more than what they currently are for an average household. Sure. Um, but because Rishi Sunak promised 400 pounds of targeted support, they're like, it's basically the same. Um, and so they're like, we're freezing bills more or less at their current level with a little bit of like maths on the end. Um, but that's not happening by taxing the people who have centralized all of Britain's economic activity in themselves, which is the generators and more specifically the private equity funds and other countries' publicly owned energy companies that own all of our energy. Yeah, we love doing that. (laughs) Um, that it's not going to be taxing those super profits. Those, again, unusual, bizarre profits. It's going to be from borrowing, which is, you know, it's fine to, like, borrow to spend, right? But you're not borrowing to invest. You're basically borrowing to just give the money directly mm-hmm. to you're, EDF. You're doing Klarna yeah. shit. You're borrowing What's to pay for grocery bills. What's happening is that, essentially, we, is that the, the UK, in its infinite wisdom, is allowing France, basically, to borrow money on its behalf... <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Which again, it's very funny in a sort of <laughs> in a sort of cosmic sense. Um, but the and then uh, the, what hasn't been decided is, for example, what to do about this debt once, um, what what to do about this debt, right? Because it's bigger than the furlough scheme. Because we were like, well, what are we going to do? Invest so this won't happen? No, that would be irresponsible. We're going to do nothing. Hope nothing goes wrong. And then when anything goes wrong, everything, the wheels fall off. Yeah. Um, and so what we're, the question is, is, is how's that going to get paid back? Um, and again, because there's very much that question in the, in the Tory government. And I think some of the, pre- the prevailing wisdom is that there will just be a levy on consumer bills for the next 20 years. <laughs> so someone born today yeah. will spend let's assuming they move out at 18 and start paying an energy bill yeah. will be paying for two years will be paying back the edf from now yeah jesus yeah yeah that's great uh <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, Amazing. It, 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 Again, will they actually do that i mean that's it's talking but that's what they want to do but will it be politically possible who knows i yeah. mean there's a time of great foment at the moment you know the time is out of joint it is. Uh, um, I mean, like the the twenty years thing just reminds me of a, a comment we got last week from um, fucking De Croo, the 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 president of Belgium, Prime Minister of Belgium, Prime Minister. Of Belgium. Oh, they have a government now. Apparently. Oh, that's good for them. <laughs> a notion, good a notion, Like uh, it's a fun thing to think about. Everybody, hey, you know what? Belgium. Yeah, good job. <laughs> it's tin tin in this. Uh, <laughs> it's tin tin this and nothing else. No, don't do not look at anything else. Do not look at Africa. There's uh, the boy <laughs> peeing and the beer. That's it. <laughs> Isn't that charming in a funny kind of way? Um, no, but like Takru was like, yeah, Europe's heading for like what um, ten hard winters, as he calls it. So we're ten. Ten, yeah, 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 yeah. So many hard winters. That's a lot that's, of hard winters. That's a lot of hard winters. I'm not going to make it, <laughs> personally. No, um, I, I am Irish. I have a lot of sweaters, but... Mm. <laughs> 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 but, um, 
they're good sweaters but the 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 okay so like one difference i have to kind of uh, uh, mention for our like german audience which is how direct debits or sepas work differently in oh yeah the they can just it's just a license for them to take whatever they want really yeah okay but Interestingly enough, with the UK, you can cancel it at your end. As like at the person who like, so it's weirdly more and less um, power for the person you're paying. Sure. So if you have a direct debit with your energy company, mm-hmm. they can like this happened to me actually this month. I had a direct debit of like 110 pounds, yeah. and they were like, "It's 300 now." Fun. Um, <laughs> and then that's just, and we knew that because we saw that amount of money leaving the account oh yeah, okay. yeah. They, don't, they don't tell you uh, but you do find out <laughs> when yeah. it happens because oh, you're horrible. like oh i remember this being a different and lower number <laughs> uh and and so that's what happened there. i remember last month but you can also just cancel your direct debit and due to kind of again like things that the conservatives haven't got round to getting off the statute books yet or things sure. that would be politically difficult for them to get off the statute books mm-hmm. are things like rules around the fact that your energy company basically can never actually stop supplying you with power. Mm. Like, they can do a bunch of other... They can, like, try and take you to court. Charge they can you, put you yeah. on a repayment plan, all kinds of stuff. But they really can't turn you off. Or to actually turn off your power is a Herculean undertaking. Mm-hmm. Like, huge. Yeah. It's basically impossible. What about the people, like... So a thing that happens in the UK that is surprisingly common but like insane to continental Europeans and Irish people is prepayment meter. Yeah. Pay, pay as you go. Yeah. Basically. So that's the, that's, that's their goal, right? They can't disconnect you, but they can put you on a prepayment meter. Yeah. Um, so if you're on a direct debit and you just stop paying previously, what they would do is go again, go through a very long process that would take like a year. Yeah. Or again, if you don't have good enough credit and you get a meter and then you pay a charge to have the meter, like you rent the meter. Yeah. Basically. It's called the standing charge. Um, and then you top up a card and then like tap your card on the meter and then your heat turns on. Yeah. So you can't get... It's very hard for them to disconnect you from power entirely. Once they do, though, you're constantly fighting a rear guard action to keep your house warm. Yeah. Um, it's, again, it is... I had... It is, is astonishingly cruel. It, okay, so to explain, because like, this is really genuinely an alien concept to a lot of the world. So... I had one of these when I lived in Scotland where it's a box. Uh, basically, the thing that measures my energy is also a thing that I can search a special key card into where I have to go to my local corner shop to top up with money. And, like, that's how I pay for my energy. Like, I go to my corner shop, say, like, hey, can I put 25 on this? And then I put that into my little uh, box in my apartment, and I have 25 pounds worth of energy on my yeah you're making uma's making faces (laughs) this is like yeah Yeah, britain's a very cruel country (laughs) and like the only the only the only respites you would get from this is one you can go into negative of five pounds so like if i put in 25 and i spend 30 that's fine just next time i top up i'm negative five pounds or whatever Mm -hmm. and then the other respite is if i run out of energy after 7 Mm p.m they will not turn me off they will let me. They will let me have energy until seven a.m. the next day, because um, okay. be like you, you. Like we'll let you have energy for the night. The, the question for me would, would be this: which is, if you run out of energy at five, do they turn you back on at seven? No. 
Oh, so you gotta like you gotta make sure like you're strategic. You gotta make sure you're strategizing. Yeah, <laughs> so I have to make sure the fucking corner shop is open at certain hours and shit like oh that. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was fucking ridiculous. What the heck? But so you don't get like just a normal bill? bill? No, the- no, you have to because it ba- it's, it's like it's, it's yeah. like a pay as you go phone bill kind of shit like but a, what if you needed it to stay alive yeah <laughs> basically yeah. and it's scotland <laughs> like it's, yeah, cold. it's fucking cold yeah so and essentially I, I one of the things that is you know that's causing a lot of this consternation is there's a lot of uh, there's a big campaign among people who have direct debits yeah. to just cancel the direct debits yeah. on october 1st if the action was not taken which is again oh, yeah, for that, yeah. german audience is something we cannot do here no. When you go into a direct debit in Germany, it's a contract. You cannot cancel it at all in your end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in in the UK, it's more of a almost like an API call. Yeah. That the um that the organization you're paying has with your bank. Like that's the sort of the best way to understand it uh, by analogy. Yeah. Um. And you can yeah you can just turn it off. Yeah. And then it creates a bunch of problems. And one of the things that and they'll might, chase you for money for sure. They'll chase you for money, but it takes them about eight months of chasing before you they put a prepay meter in your house. Yeah. Um. And so there was this campaign, which again, we, I don't think we'll ever know for sure what the effectiveness of it was, but I can't, I imagine it was probably much greater than nil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I imagine it Certainly was probably zero. not yeah, yeah. insignificant uh, of just, because if a million people, right, all just turned off their direct debits, none of the energy companies, and again, there's, this is a bit complicated, right? Because there's several steps. There's generators. There's traders, there's the system operator, then there's the retailers. Yeah. Right? The retailers buy the energy from the um from the generators and they, they sell it to you, the the consumer, all this stuff, right? It's all basically just like trying to create a fake market where there really shouldn't be one, obviously. Sure. Um <laughs> it's Britain. Uh but you know, the the retailers couldn't possibly cope with that with the kind of administrative overhead that would be created by that many people canceling direct debits. That was the theory of the don't pay campaign. Yeah. Um and it's one of these things where it, be, where because we were heading into what was quite literally an impossible situation, mm. it was one of the it just much like again furlough was right. Furlough was announced a dollar short and a day late in the UK. Right, mm. it was far too late for a lot of people to not lose their jobs. It decimated a ton of businesses, and they did it at the last minute because they realized that a wizard wasn't coming in to save them, which is kind of how Tories govern, yeah. and also a lot of how. Labor govern would govern now as well, yeah. which is yeah. <laughs> which is the new guy. <laughs> yeah, which is do do nothing and hope that maybe the problem goes away on its own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you're if you're going to spend anything, do anything other than just a crackdown or an invasion, it's got to be dragged the fuck out of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, by the con the, by the prospect of broad based social collapse. Hmm. And so basically, it, what happens is Britain has to come within. Kind of spitting distance of broad-based social collapse yeah. for the um, natural party of government to do anything about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, essentially. That, that that's what is essential. That's what's hap- Well, that was what was gonna happen, but they were gonna have to legislate for it. But now that would be rude to the memory of the queen. Oh, yeah, for fuck's sake. Is that the campaign that was on Twitter of like don't pay? Yeah. Uh, well, yes, that don't pay was the same campaign. It was doing mm-hmm. very well. I think. I think like. Just just like with the furlough, right? Rishi Sunak didn't decide to do the furlough. It was a lot of pressure from people like John McDonnell. Hmm. Like it was it was union. It was pressure from the unions okay. and okay. Uh, John McDonnell, who was the shadow chancellor under Corbyn. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like these uh, from the from the unions and the like high profile like left wing MPs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they really shaped a lot of how the furlough program worked, which saved a lot of lives during the pandemic, a lot of livelihoods, saved a lot of businesses even. Um, and so much the same thing. It's like, the th- is that the, the Tories to act need a thing, need an alternative. Mm-hmm. They need a thing that they know they're acting against. And in this case, Labour was kind of campaigning for them to do more or less what they did, but with one key difference. So yeah. Labour's campaign, which, again, as much as I hate Starmer, I have to admit, like, what Labour suggested to do was better than what the Tories did, mm-hmm. which is more or less what they did, which is just decide that the current cost of living crisis is fine and we're just going to stay there. Um, but that the, that Labour wanted to pay for it through a tax on the super profits of these firms. Sure. As opposed to borrowing that would be paid back by everyone just slowly. Yeah, I mean, like that, that's, that's another thing that's happening with this cost of living crisis is there's a handful of companies that are making absolute fucking bank, which is one of the reasons why Berlin is getting the nine euro transport ticket back next month yep. is because they're they're like everyone's like where's the money going from and they're just like well pharmaceutical companies and tech companies have made absolute bank during the pandemic so we're just going to take it from there we've already got like a tax surplus from yeah, them yeah so we can afford this um i'm that, so fucking happy it's going back. it's gonna be great I love like it. my student ticket is running out <laughs> just as this is going just back, in time yeah, yeah. yeah a, a, a nine euro ticket how, how long of transport does that get you the uh, forever that's for like, Berlin. oh okay for a month is, is it not so, like just until december so yeah because they're they're, they're, like they're, in britain run, that's what you, you get know? for a day i know so <laughs> god I, damn and that's in london where transport's massively subsidized in like birmingham that's like two that's like a round trip bus journey i yeah i know like, like edinburgh was the same <laughs> edinburgh was the same so like yeah the nine year ticket gets you infinite transport in berlin for the month that's the plan. Okay. They're only doing it until the December, end of the year yeah. because yeah. the assumption there is there's going to be an alternative put in place by the whole country. Okay. Yeah. So if that doesn't happen, I'm assuming they're going to try and continue it. Hopefully, because yeah. like I was stressing out like, oh, fuck, my student ticket is running out. I'll have to pay the fucking 80 euros or whatever it is now. <laughs> fuck this. Because my employer also does not have the like the discount. Thing. Yeah. For people and for context, the equivalent yeah, is... 80 euro per month if you're paying per month if yeah. you agree to be in a in a whole one-year contract it's 69 euro which per month. still is like so much money yeah it's like well, i don't i don't make that much money no. from my job so it's already like it's 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 a lot cheaper than yeah. say like what you're getting in ireland or the uk for but, sure but by german standards it's considered very expensive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like um, i remember years ago i came here for an exchange mm. And my parents gave me like a X amount of money. Yeah. Literally, all the money went to transport. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, I yeah. did not like eat out. Like you know, I yeah. I ate with my exchange like family stuff like that. All the money just went for transport because it's that expensive here. Yeah, to be like to get the like monthly ticket in like what the NRV fucking super city of what uh, uh, Cologne, Dusseldorf, mm-hmm. and Bonn is like. 40 euro a month or something like that yeah, it, it, yeah. that's still not very much we're just saying that like the berlin, the berlin equivalent is, really is 69 expensive. to 80 euro a month that's still not very okay. much I, the uk just okay, they are abusing you, you. London, whatever <laughs> you're getting abused yeah, <laughs> like, fuck that's like really how a lot of like that's the best way to understand how a lot of people in britain live is just yeah. being abused by like a 
what was it by a kind of psycho nanny state so like the, there <laughs> there is a thing where you you'll encounter especially as like an english speaking person in this city where you'll you'll definitely encounter like a professional managerial cast who was like i have been offered a similar job in london right like i i could work in london if i wanted right there are job offers there blah 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 the wages are the same and they're just like the wages are the same but the cost of living is like higher 50 percent difference or something so yeah. i'm picking the berlin option it's like, yeah. that, oh, that's like super common here like yeah. it's like an origin story for like a lot of people who live here that's the thing like every time i tell my parents or like someone from barcelona catalonia or spain like yeah. how much i'm making here they're like oh my god you're rich like, <laughs> i'm like no i'm like i'm living it's normal it's like the normal like i'm a junior worker like i'm not even like a senior position obviously because i just started so it's like i make like the minimum that you would make in an office job but still for like catalonia or spanish standards that's like so when you go back to spain are you just like fuck it i'm going to azador at shibari let's go (laughs) (laughs) we're splashing that shit no, but like table for two, Arzac. Let's make it happen. <laughs> like I told my brother how much I'm making, he was like, "Oh my god, that's so much money." I'm like, "No, it's 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 normal. It's just like no, it's not." I say as I order a second turbot at Alcano. <laughs> no, no, like no, because I I have so I, have, I really love Basque restaurants. I have family. <laughs> yeah. like they're really good. So I have family in Spain as well, and it's a similar kind of thing of just like they're kind of on the same wage as I am, but they have a house kind of shit where it's just like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough (laughs) i just feel like um there we're so used to like gaining like that making so little money yeah like anything like normal or like above normal is like oh my god you're like a millionaire it's like no no actually that's what you should be getting paid but like catalonia i (laughs) i used to work from people who like came from madrid and they were paying like 400 euro a month for rent and then they saw dublin and they're like oh you oh yeah poor child (laughs) yeah Yeah. but hey the queen died yeah let's Let's get back to it (laughs) let's do this um Everyone takes a drink of beer. We're all very drunk. Uh, <laughs> That's because you know, like, we were supposed to hang out for 10 minutes yep. and then start recording. And what did we do? We hung out for like an hour. We hung yeah. out for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Just drinking beers. Woo! Um, all right. So let's That's talk cool about... cool sound. Two- I know, right? no let's, let's talk about the two Lizzes. Because... Uh, uh, um, <gasps> the two Lizzes. It's Sorry, the two Corys for New Generation. you see tweet of like... I'm not a fan of the Queen, but meeting Listros and immediately dying is such a move. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I, I think the, the uh, look, the idea, uh, this is, almost, there's two sides to this, right? Okay. Oh, there's the okay. kind of, there's the weepy British journalist side where it's like, oh, uh, she just wanted to do her last task and I she was holding yeah. on because people now have a place and a time for when they want to go. Yeah. And then the other side of that is, yo, she met Liz Truss and was like, no, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> this woman is insane. I'm just going to die now. <laughs> can you be bothered with this? Can it's you, fine. for our uh, uh, unfamiliar audience, give us a brief introduction to the lesser Liz, Liz Truss? The lesser oh, God, where do you even Well, the begin? one was queen for ages. Like, yeah. she is the... <laughs> 
thought this was a socialist podcast. Liz Truss <laughs> is a government employee. <laughs> She's a worker for the other Liz. Did you see that video of her, like, when she was a student at Leeds? Yeah. Being like, I hate the monarchy. Yep. Like, and then, you know, goes to visit her and dies. And dies. I'm not saying I'm nope. not saying anything, but yeah, it could have been like an Assassin's Creed situation, <laughs> <laughs> or one of those like wrist knife blades. Yeah, absolutely. No I... one was willing to tell us, but she actually died of several stab wounds. <laughs> Did she hand her a drink? You know, uh, a drink. Yeah, oh yes, some, Your Majesty. Uh, let me pour you the tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just throws a million <laughs> powders into it. <laughs> Start with a half, Your Majesty. Um, no, I'm not drinking it. <laughs> so yeah, the, the straight edge. I actually, mean, the thing is, it would be like like the other thing was like the the thing to understand first about the royal family is that like their ordinary Tuesday consisted of getting completely plastered by two. Yes. You know, they would often drink, like, four to seven cocktails, like, a day. Yeah, you like, can't poison day. this woman. Like, you know, <laughs> unpoisonable, Rasputin levels of, like, resistance. Um, Gins you've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> they're the secret 14th botanical. <laughs> um, it's kids. Um, so, essentially, Liz Truss um, was, uh, until recently, foreign secretary. Yeah. Her last major act as foreign secretary was in February 2022. Um, <laughs> I know about this. Was um, in suggesting that, uh, in contravention of the law, British people should go over to Ukraine and fight with their army. Yeah. Which, again, later had to be clarified by, like, officials from five different departments. No, do not do that. You are breaking the <laughs> law. You go do that. Please do not do that. But because she did that, then um, Dmitry Peskov was like, oh, yeah, we put our nuclear deterrence on high alert because of comments I will not... Uh, because of some comments of a of a, a world leader I will not name, but it was Liz Truss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but let's say it was uh, Liz T. That's too obvious. Uh, L. Truss, <laughs> essentially. So Liz Truss is someone who's again. I, I think we've spent some time understanding on on Trash Future is um, someone who's largely described as perhaps one of the most dangerously vacuous politicians mm. um, because she does not really have an understanding of the world beyond Westminster. Sure. Which is to say that the only way that information comes into her head yeah. is based on the framing of how will this play among like the lobby and other MPs and so on and so on. To believe fully, really clearly, firmly, that the center of the world is in Westminster. Yeah. Um, and so this is why you end up with her being like, I would say quite rashly bellicose towards Russia at the beginning yeah. of the war of, of the war. Well, she like becomes like a living doomsday clock accelerator, somewhat. Yeah, because she's unable to comprehend that these kinds of statements will have effects other than positive Daily Mail headlines and maybe mm. outraged like you know labor left people. You know, um, and if you don't, if you see the world only in those terms, like yeah. only in those terms, then Nothing else can penetrate that. Nothing else can get through to you hmm. because you are basically a kind of militant for being an idiot. Yeah. You're, you're, you're sort of a militant idiot, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's the only... And the thing is, like, the, the conservative... The, the way that she was chosen as prime minister wasn't through an election. No. Uh, it was because she was... After Boris Johnson resigned for being too much of a pussy getta yeah. and <laughs> being too, uh, too good of a host, some might argue... Hmm. Um, 
he, he he stepped down as head of the conservative party. She was just chosen among MPs as the head of the conservative party, which by conservative yeah. registered conservative members, which of which there are about a hundred and sixty thousand, you it's know, like avowed racists, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but like which. Which UK Prime Minister of recent memory has actually gone through an election? Well, Boris Johnson. He went through one, but that's not how he got like his no, position. No, he was, right? of course. So how many how many British Prime Ministers in recent memory were put in their position by an election? Uh, the last one was Cameron? David Cameron yeah. in 2015. Yeah. <laughs> that's the last Prime Minister that became Prime Minister from an election rather than an internal party election. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> to know it's a really dysfunctional polity like and a really fundamental i like living there like my family's there all my friends are there yeah um you know my girlfriend's family is there like i have no intention of leaving yeah but it's a deeply dysfunctional polity i mean i sort of regret kind of anchoring my entire life there at this point <laughs> i mean i i am i am the i am the champion of separating like how the day-to-day life is completely different from the politics of a country that that is Ireland in, in, in oh, a certain yeah. sense of like <laughs> great on a day to day level. The people are lovely. Jesus Christ, the politics and society is terrible. Um, well, I well I I thought you guys loved being a sort of big platform in the North Atlantic upon which Apple can just literally raw, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a big. It's it's like in the end of Titanic, just a big door. Yeah. In the middle of the North Atlantic, and the people with are, money on it, yeah, and, and you and can't have any. No, and the people of Ireland are Leonardo DiCaprio drowning, even though there's plenty of room to get up and on instead there. of no, but it was about. Like, I'm not doing this. Wait, no, okay. <laughs> and it's, and it's, I've, never, I've never watched Titanic. Like, <laughs> nor have I actually. No, I've never. I'm Why like am I the, the only one in the room who's seen Titanic? Because, because you're the only one ends. who knows how to love. <laughs> I no, am married. I just know how it ends, and I'm sad about it, so I don't want to watch <laughs> Everyone it. Everyone knew how it ends. No, I know, but like the whole thing with DiCaprio like dying and be like, oh, Rose, and just yeah. drowning. I'm sorry, you turned 26. Not <laughs> <laughs> 25. Oh, yeah, of course. 25. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, let them get to 26. Let's go. Let uh, us go. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, li- li- that's how Liz Truss has to be understood. Yeah. I mean, she's very weird. Mm. Uh, she's yeah. interpersonally strange. Um, okay. Uh, uh, this is the, the, all British politicians, mm-hmm. except for like the ones who are there for a real. Like Jeremy Corbyn, not an interpersonally strange man. No, yeah. A, a bit uh, extremely avuncular, you know, very sincere, mm-hmm. but like a normal person. Yeah. So, uh, the rest of them, however, like from West Streeting to Liz Truss, mm-hmm. um, are all people who spent their early lives in Britain, looked at its politics, and said to themselves, I'd love to get involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> this seems great. Yeah. yeah fair. For me, this please. Yeah, that's pretty damning. Um, but then we move on to the second Liz. Who, big Liz. Big Liz. Dead. Yep. <laughs> As, uh, yep, QD. Yeah. I'm afraid it's official. The Q is D. Yeah. So... <laughs> QD QD For fuck's sake. Um, 
I'm not sure there's much to say about this other than... Excuse me, there's quite a bit to say about this. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. This is, no, this is because you don't have to live among the British. I don't. Who uh, all, it's great. Yeah. You know what? Who are deranged. I envy you. Yeah. People who looked at me and said, why does your passport look different? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where in England is that accent from? Yeah. And so on and so on. Uh, Manchester. Anyway. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Manchester, named after a hill. Named after boobs. What? There's yeah. also a town in Quebec that's called that. It's called no. Tadoussac. Yeah. Yeah. This is okay, so actually I'm gonna before we get into this I am so understanding a Celtic language and living in the UK is basically a magic power. Okay. Because you're just like, oh, this is where you got all your names from. And people like from Manchester is like That's where you got like a third of the names from. Yeah, a third okay, so, sure. A third of the names from but then like Manchester, yeah, the proud city is like, yeah, you're named after boobs. <laughs> like really? you saw some hills. There's a hill outside of Manchester and there are like those that's are boobs. Boobs. Yeah, that's and yeah. yeah, I've seen why, boobs. Why, they why, have trees why, on them. Like, the hill looks like boobs. No, uh, sure. Okay. But like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how Tadasak in Quebec was named as well. Same yeah, principle. Yeah, but like, we're in Manchester. Like, where, like, the, 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 where are the hills, Karen? No, 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 no. The, no, no, the like, Manch part of Manchester comes from the uh, a Celtic word, muin, which is the word for oh, boobs. Okay, okay. That's what I was going Mooin. I was no. in Manchester the once. Word for, the word for boobs is the same the, the same sound that a cow makes, huh? Yeah. That's a very misogynist language. Oh, show me one that isn't. <laughs> show me one that isn't. <laughs> show me a European language. <laughs> show me on the doll where the European language wasn't misogynist. Exactly. Anyway, Queen's dead. Yeah, cutie. Uh, yeah. I, told, I told my boyfriend that we we're going to talk about the Queen's death, and yeah. he was like, just... Don't me to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I try to keep it. Oh no! Down. Any anything positive we say, you have to realize that we're all shaking our heads, so you know we disagree with it. Mm, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't see well, it. I but... just, I just, I'm, I'm applying to a new job. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> the Germans do not care. No. Um, to be honest, a lot of British people also don't care. You know yeah. who cares is columnists. Yes, columnists oh, care. Okay. And then, How do like, you pronounce that? columnists, columnists, people who write opinion. No, I know, I yeah, know. Columnists. That, thank yeah, columnists. Thank you very much. It sounds. I, know very, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't know what word carries I'm just over. Like, the thing is, like, you know, when you okay, you, you don't know that because you haven't learned another language. But like, when. Yeah, like you read a lot of words and you don't know how to actually pronounce it. Like you know the word and what oh, it means. Oh, of course, yes. But you don't know how to actually pronounce it. But so you said that I was like, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> wait, that's wait. How you pronounce wait, it? Wait, there's an N in there. Why? <laughs> exactly. No, you didn't say that. You like you. You said columnists. Columnists. Co- what? <laughs> yeah. We cannot. We Look, cannot fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Britain is, to be fair, like like fully three percent of British society is columnists. It's oh, quite yeah. astonishing. Oh yeah, and yeah. they're all annoying. And they're a hundred percent in control. Yeah. <laughs> they, it's it, it, the, like truly, Marx did not predict the most annoying social class. <laughs> uh, yeah, like this. It, it, look. look. Um, <laughs> Look, let's get serious now. Let, let's get serious. I mean, hold on. I'm just gonna. Oh, he's gonna. Oh, oh, oh he's, well, yeah, you gonna... so tall. I can't sit backwards. <laughs> Were you going to <laughs> rap with us? I was gonna. I was gonna rap. I was gonna rap with the kids. Um, <laughs> I think I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah. Well, never mind. Well, I'm the youngest. So, um, so uh, essentially, yeah. When it all happened, mm. there was this great outpouring of anxiety from a, a bunch of columnists. But mostly it was directed at the idea, not really of losing the queen, mm. 
but it was directed at the idea that some other people wouldn't be as distraught about losing the queen yes. as they were. Yeah, okay. Um, because really, fundamentally, like the, the role of the queen in, in Britain was to be a kind of deniable apolitical head of state. Definitely very political, right? Maybe yeah. not party political, but political in a capital P. Yeah. Um, and what a lot of what she did was essentially served as a kind of gloss on much of what Britain did at home and abroad. You okay. know, by, by being a kind of, by, by making, by, if you imagine what the British state does, right? If you imagine what the British state does from like Malaya in 52 to the Mau Mau, uh, through the beginnings of Vietnam up until now, Iraq, et cetera, et cetera, but also at home, right? Like um, sort of starving people through benefit sanctions and, and things of that nature. Oh, and the north um, of Ireland as well. Yeah, yeah. It, of course, indeed. Like everything in Ireland um, is what the queen does is essentially humanizes that process hmm. and makes you kind of interpersonally attached to it. Yeah, what if all of that terrible stuff we just mentioned was your nan, like basically? Yeah. Uh, another small German child has struck the studio. <laughs> <laughs> the second small German child has struck the studio. Yeah. No, but essentially, right, it was, the, uh, it was to make these kinds of things um, palatable. Yeah. And to make them not seem political because the British state is supposed to be above petty questions of politics. Yeah. But what that always really means is that there is a great unchallengeable consensus at the heart of it that was personified by one extremely old woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the problem is, right, is that there is no one person. And the thing is, a lot of people have said there is no one person that exemplifies the modern British state more than Queen Elizabeth. And they mean that as praise for Queen Elizabeth. Sure. Because mm-hmm. they think the modern British state is a fundamentally good thing. I would say the <laughs> same, but... <laughs> yeah, a yeah, different outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in as much as... You know, in as much as the point of ideology in many cases is to like um, is to make social reproduction happen mm. by like shaping belief, because yeah. action has to be directed, and, and, and that means belief needs to be shaped. And the queen plays an incredibly important ideological role, which is maintaining the idea that there are certain things in Britain that are above politics, politics. commonly understood. And so, and the, part of that was also that she was quite deeply loved by people over 50 Mm. right if your experience of the british state was the experience of someone over 50 you have a much higher chance again not total obviously but you have a higher chance you have a higher likelihood of your experience of the british state being that it sort of took care of your university that it gave your parents a council house that it did all of these great things that maybe it sold you a council house at a massive loss what a benefit for you you love the british state it's done nothing but good for you for most of your life um, whereas if you're sort of 40 or under, your experience of the British state is it only really is interested in you um, if, if it can arrest you or send you to war, right? <laughs> your experience of the state is very different. Yeah. And so there's, and, and so the, the, per, the feeling, I think, of the personification of the modern British state as it currently exists, because like before, before the Second World War, right, Britain was fundamentally a different country. It was a different country that functioned in a different way that was governed by a different governing consensus. After the Second World War and through the 80s, there's a period of much more continuity hmm. where there was a recognizable British state centered around um, the, centered around the uh, you know, let's say, working out the interests of capital in the sort of Fordist and post-Fordist model uh, that was centered around 
being a kind of slowly privatizing service provider that was centered around being second fiddle to a U.S. a U.S. led global empire. Like these con- these constants were from after World War II. Right? Yeah, and the personal association of Queen Elizabeth with the with every element of that, right? Like one of the one of the things we cited in the episode of, of Trash Huge that we did about this was about what she said about the Malayan emergency in fifty two. Right, this is one of the sort of biggest. Of of the British states, many crimes. This is probably one of the worst. Um, it was quite a bit of torture that was directly implicated, like not just yeah. British people sponsored by the British, but just British troops themselves. Sure. So on and so on in, in Malaya and now Malaysia. Um, and you know, this is this is the one. And in, in her address in fifty two, there's Queen Elizabeth directly stepping up and bit or less taking responsibility for this, but saying, "And I'm doing this for you, the people living in Britain." Hmm. Right. There is a connection. To not the British state, just as the territory, as the political entity that governs the territory of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, but rather there's a connection to the British state as a kind of force, as a kind of idea. It's re- it is it is reified as another thing. It is it exists as a kind of gestalt among British people. It is a shared thing, a shared product of their consciousness, um, as as this. Almost like like, Ameri- like American Christianity, right? Worships uh, God as America. Hmm. Well, um, I think there is this. Uh, there's a similar, not entirely dissimilar thing in Britain, but rather a, almost sort of more secularized. Whereas there is this just there is this belief in a kind of British exceptionalism that is approximately seventy years out of date because it could not be otherwise. And to have the personification of that, the person who connected that to reality, right? The person who brought that gestalt and concretized it, the person who is the physical manifestation of that, to have them die poses enormous ideological problems for the British state itself because you need to keep people bought in, not just to the thing that you're doing, but the thing that you are. And fundamentally, this quite, uh, again, very much built up her whole life to be hmm. a kind of um, uncontroversial, beloved by all figure. Mm-hmm. Again, that's not what she actually was, but no, that's how not, she yeah. was. That's her function, right? She was depicted like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and to have that vanish essentially and be replaced by someone who is deeply controversial, who's <laughs> not beloved by all, um, who is, in, in not, and again, not just sort of we're talking in public opinion poll, but also by the elite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The the sort of senior civil servants, senior people in business, yeah. uh, media people. Right. The opinion of Charles is very different. He's going to be on the money. He's going to be on the postage. He's oh, going to be really everywhere. Not excited for him to be on the money. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm not really for a cashless uh, society transition because that just sort of inserts like Visa and Mastercard into every transaction. But yeah. I mean, if it keeps me from having to look at him every day. <laughs> um, but you know what I what I say? I guess I'm driving at right is that. I don't think anyone's really reckoned with the fact that a very useful for the state's purposes organ of the state no longer exists and can't be replaced. Mm. Mm. And what that will do, not just the, when I say the British psyche, I don't mean the psyche of every individual person, but rather the sort of shared political consciousness of Britain Mm. is not going to ever be what it was. That this is the sort of the final nail in the coffin of what you might call modern modern Britain, capital M, capital B, that kind of started in the fifties, reached its height under under Blair, 
mm-hmm. and then has sort of slowly been deteriorating kind of since then. Sure. I feel like the queen just gave, as you said earlier, like just gave some British people the excuse of like being apolitical, but like, but I love the queen. Yeah, well, there, there was this you know, idea like, really that, that that there is the state and party politics. Yeah, and the exactly. state is different from politics. Exactly. That the state is this eternal thing. Drifted. Yeah. I mean, it's very Burkean, right? The state yeah. is this eternal thing that comes from history. Yeah. Capital H. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, this is one of the reasons why British liberals and conservatives can all agree on the queen is because they all fundamentally agree about what the state is and, and should be. They yeah. disagree kind of about certain elements of what it should be doing, but they agree about much more than they disagree. Mm. And a figure like the queen in charge of something like the state uh, sort of quite uh, facilitates that sort of relationship between yeah. political tendencies that, again, have to be quite managed, that have to agree on more than they disagree on. Yeah. Really. I, I'm no. sorry. You might want to edit this out. I, I have to pee tons. Yeah, me too. But I, let's just end the episode here. If you, oh, what, how long has it been? It's been an hour and a bit. So, oh, okay, yeah. right. Okay, well, cut back in. Yeah. So, I think that's pretty much everything we want to say about the Queen. Mm. Other than she is dead. I am Irish. The posting has been great. Uh, <laughs> it, interesting. A lot of the a lot oh, of the you yeah. know yuck 'em ups were towards the front half of the episode. We really didn't get a lot of yuck 'em ups in about. Uh, no, about the no. queen. Well, Twitter's been handling that. Yeah, they've been doing that. We've been talking about like what are the actual yeah. like sociopolitical implications of QD. Exactly. So I, I think we've done our part. We've contributed to society. We are once again <laughs> not like leeches on the side of content. We can, we can, we can, we can happily say we can rest easy. Yeah, this is a podcast. I can go to the club and be like, well, I've done my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Berlin, uh, City of Dreams and Hopes. And techno. (laughs) Mostly techno, mostly that. um, And cheap cost of living. That's the two things. And with that, uh, Riley, is there anything you would like to shout out at the end of the episode? Uh... Yeah, shout out um, King Charles the Third. Uh, he's <laughs> relatively new, new monarch on the scene, yep. but like I'm excited to see, you know, like what he gets his grubby little fingers into. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, I'm excited for new scandals regarding the royal family. Scandals, flimflam, scams. Yep. Can we can we just say that like he said that he wished he was a tampon. To that, Camila, that like whole thing. Uh, I'm not ready to discuss that. <laughs> Wait, was that was that uh, that was what like just like a love when letter, he was right? married to uh, Diana. He like when he was sexting Camila. He basically was like, "Oh, I just want to be inside you so badly. I want to be your tampon." <laughs> Hell yeah. Sorry, it's it's I so cool that, that it's so cool that the king has trash DM game. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so He's that's so, so embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> but you know, also I've been there. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a great Halloween costume for King Charles the Third. Yeah, would just be, and he'd be like, "No, it's not the KKK, despite what you might think." <laughs> Actually, it's actually a tampon because I'll have you know I love pussy. <laughs> yes, and anyway. that that is the episode. Yeah. Um, do we have any announcements? I don't think we do. Um, 
Uh, the flink workers are making progress. Um, I believe they have an electoral committee towards making a Betriebsrat. So ah, Germany, yeah, right? Have they uh, decided on the col- on the on the color to make the binder that they're going to put the rules in? It's going to be pink. It has to be. It's flink. Yeah, it but like, yeah. So good luck to them. All our support, yeah. and um, we will see you next time on Corner Spitty. Oh shit! Actually, fucking, we're doing a Q and A. So send us questions. It's it's on the Patreon. Send them questions. I'm going to send a question. Go for oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to send a question, which is, uh, Kieran, how'd yeah. you get so cute? Oh, what? <laughs> Kieran is now blushing. I do the straight guy thing, which is I moisturize sometimes. <laughs> 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 All right. With that, we'll see you next week. Ciao, bye ciao. Bye, bye everyone.